This podcast contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. It's 2023, the off-season's gone. We've read enough in that chat. Thank God the footy's back on. The P4SS boys are back. For all your NRL super coach chat, we're playing for Sheep Stations. Stab Man Dave is here. Funny Man Trainer's back again. There's Gutsy and his chin list. And Mark's in the run on side this year. We're playing for Sheep Stations. The lurking tab lady from way out west is sure gonna put our patience to the test. We welcome back our friends of the show, Dane Shooter and Brownie. Okay, let's go. We're playing for Sheep Stations. We're playing for Sheep Stations. Welcome to another episode of the Playing for Sheep Stations podcast. Boys, back. We're back for another week. Um, Trainerless again. It's uh, Gazi. How was your week last week, mate? Shit. Oh, starting off positive, hey? Because you didn't have the king. <laughs> I tell you what, keep it up, mate. Keep it up. You'll get your own. You'll get your own chinless segment. <laughs> so it sounds like you didn't have the king last week, Gudzi, and you fuck the him. king. I didn't He's have the, the king, king either. The only king is fucking Charles, and he doesn't play NRL. Wow, that's, that's an aggressive start from you. Let's hate what position do you think King Charles would play if he did play back NRL? Row. I reckon he could be a edge back row. <laughs> oh, Jesus, put a bit of muscle on him. He'd have to take him. the years up though. <laughs> yeah, oh, take, take the years back in Z grade. To be fair, he'd probably be a union player. He's a bit soft. Yeah. So yeah, what? What did you score last week, Gazi? Let's get this show back on the road. Oh, we've we've gone oh, off kilter early. I scored 912. I saw 588 red arrows and down to 8,672. It just, it was shit. Everything was shit. There wasn't many good things. Everyone seemed to have an average score. I didn't have many standouts. So it was just a shit week. Well, it's good that you're back this week and we've got a chance to rectify that this week, Artsy. Or you have a chance to rectify that this week. Yeah, probably not, but oh well. (laughs) Nice, mate. Okay, Mark. Good to see you. Uh, how did your week go last week? The Electric Broncos had a pretty good week, actually. 1,095 points. Very happy with that. Um, 2,411 green arrows made up last week's lost ground. So back up to 3,413th overall. As you can guess from the banter already, my highlight was King Gutho. Genius. Two 130s in a row. And then Joey Manu, I had the VC on Manu, but I got greedy. I went, I'm not going to loop his 117 and went with the wet-haired god, which proved to be the correct decision. Nico got the job done. bit disappointed in Nico, really, because the two weeks or three weeks I didn't own him, he was upgrading from 30 to 45. This week, he didn't upgrade one point at all. Stayed the same. Devastated. Yeah, well... That, I mean, that we'll probably chat about him a little bit later on in the uh, in the episode. But Davo, how'd you go? Uh, a bit of a middling score, nine forty nine, 
Uh, 54 green arrows, so stayed around the same, 5,866. I kind of held firm with my plans to not get too many Sharks players and went Ronaldo. He could have gone higher, but didn't. So I sort of chose Ronaldo over Manu and Manu back to the centres this week. I'm sure we'll talk a bit about that, but yeah, I don't know. Might be might be a good move, but like everything else, it sort of didn't work out how I'd hoped it would this year. So yeah, stuck in the middle of the pack and, well, you know, 5,000th. Yes, um, and that brings me to my team. Uh, Ice the corn on the Cobo uh, scored a thousand and sixty-two points last week and went up one thousand and eighty-three places, so up into two thousand and fifty-fifth overall, which I think is my best ever uh, overall position. I don't know, there's still a few weeks to go, but uh, something I'm yeah pretty pumped about. Uh, so yeah, I'm up and about this week. I'm yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Um, I know I said I was only going to make one trade, and I know that you you're doing a, a good thing, Davo, with the uh, the social media stuff. You've really increased the content. Trying my best, just mate. just doing the best for the viewers. So, uh, and the listeners of this podcast. So, viewers of the Instagram and, right. and Facebook stuff. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, if you're not around our socials, uh, get around them, P4SS, um, and you can find it on um, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, but yeah, ended up making another trade. Um, just felt like I was going to be missing out with Ronaldo. Thought that they were going to put a cricket score on. Well, they did put a pretty um, good score on. Did, it just was all middle forwards who hadn't scored for was. ever. Talking about middle forward scoring, scoring, I think you know straight off the bat, Alex Twall scoring the <laughs> scoring the try, and then my man Thomas Hazelton. That big, big unit. It was very under twenties kind of defence in that game, wasn't it? All yeah, there was there was a bit going on, uh, but yeah, the obviously highlight was having the king. Uh, wish I'd chose to captain him again, but yeah, was happy with Nico's points at one hundred and twenty nine. So um, that sort of wraps up my week last week. Now uh, yeah, we're getting into teams this week, boys. Uh, back to uh, full well. I'm not quite a full round. Seven we've games. Got, yeah. We've got the Tigers, Sharks, and Bulldogs all on the bye this week. Obviously, Origin tomorrow night, um, Wednesday night. Uh, but, yeah. Depends it, when you're listening. Just, that's right. It does, does depend when you listen. So, Friday night, we have the 8 o'clock game between the Dragons and the Warriors. Gazi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolute thriller for Friday night. In my opinion, was Ben Hunt named? I didn't even look at the game. He was. He has been named. What are they going to do if Ben Hunt doesn't run out? Put Jaden. He's starting as well. Is he? Jaden Sullivan is the sixth. Amone is on the bench. Oh God! I really should have looked. (laughs) Yeah. You meant Jaden Hunt. Jaden Hunt is in 18. No, no, I meant Jaden Sullivan. But Jaden Hunt can fill in. I'm sure he's a prop, isn't he? I'm sure he can fill in amicably. One hunt out. Hunt's I think all that's around. what I think that's what Dragons fans will say. One hunt out. If uh, yeah, well they they might be. The they might change. Hunt. They might change his name from um, Ben Hunt to Mike. Yeah, they might. They might call him what I like to call him on a Friday and Saturday night, which we can't Matt say. Hunt. On the show. It's it's Ben Soft Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, ah, uh, very good. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think. And then, yeah, so there's not much to talk about with the Dragons. Obviously, Ben Hunt name, but 
the Warriors side of things. Metcalf still at six. I think I actually uh, Wade Egan's at nine. But I think the Warriors could put on a massive score. I think the Dragons are going to be in a shambles. Ben Hunt doesn't want to be there. Not many players want to be at the Dragons anyway. So I think if you own a, own SJ, you could be in for a big one. What about um, Wade Egan as a as a sneaky second hooker? Now that he's strung a few games together, seems to be over that he's, HIA. He's averaging a, seventy. He's definitely due a try. Easy though, he scored so many earlier and when I owned him. That's it. why he's due, but he's on a drought, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or Jack Bird back in for the Dragons. If you if you own if you own SJ or someone like that, I would imagine that that would be um a great VC against oh, the Dragons. Hundred percent. Yeah, well, okay, moving on to the next game, which is Saturday, three o'clock, the Dolphins versus the mighty Parramatta Eels. Yeah, the Eels coming off four in a row with a bye impending, making a charge up the ladder. Everyone's back on their prongs. Um, they weren't going that badly. I didn't think at the start of the year, lost a few games with Moses missing goals that if he'd have kicked his goals, they would have won. But uh, plenty of team news. Um, JMK name, so for people that are running him as either their first or second hooker, that's good news. Felice Kafusi coming into the 2RF after his suspension. Um, moving Lemuelu to the bench, which I think for people that own him is a bit of a disaster because I think he needs to play big minutes. Valence Tafare named at centre. I mean, there's a downgrade option if you're looking to shuffle someone like Tyrone Peachy. Good news for Sweet Baby Ray. Um, yeah, not bad news for Sweet Baby Ray, although the bench doesn't look fantastic for Sweet Baby Ray. But um, with Josh Kerr being released from the Dragons getting named on the bench, Sean O'Sullivan extended bench and a, and a new winger, Braden McGrady. Um, coming in on the wing for the Eels. Iron Hammer's going to back up, apparently. So, I mean, that's pretty big first game on a Saturday. Um, but we'll see where he ends up there. Very unwind to do that, but who knows. Um, Paulo and Moses also named to back up, but that's very Brad Arthur to do that. Um, and Wonga Blake and Sean Lane are on the extended bench, which is a real concern for Parramatta fans. Wonga Blake anywhere near a team um, being able to come in, but I, I think... Bailey Simonson has done a pretty good job at centre, so I'd be very surprised. The only spot he, I think he could come in would be for Sean Russell on the wing. On the wing. He played a bit of wing last year, didn't he? Mm. And actually looked right. Big body yeah. bringing it out. But Sean Sean Lane on the on the extended bench, if he can come back, I know there's no deal bags at the moment who was his main partner in crime, but he's going to bottom out big time, if, especially if he comes back and plays reduced minutes for the back end of the season. He could be a real point of difference in a watch because no one's going to really want to bring him in if you've got trades yeah. if you've got trades and we talked about hands last week no Hodgson again this week so hands will get 80 again has a negative plays very low break then. even I think yeah. so. plays plays 19 misses round 18 but that's an easy buy round to cover and doesn't have a buy right up until the end of the season when probably isn't going to make too much difference in the last game if you've got Brendan hands as your second hooker so yeah good point very good. Okay, moving on to the 5.30 game. Uh, the rematch of one of the games of the year, I reckon. Um, Poor old Knights losing by a point. Yeah. Golden point. Been a, like, I think they'll look back the Knights at the end of the season and see there's a few games they lost by a couple. Like just only, oh, Last weekend. Last weekend, they lost to the Broncos the week before by only a few. Mm. You know, they, they, can lost have a good, this... they can have a good long hard think about it in the cubicle at the end of season trip. Mm. Or on the tattoo table in Bali. 
Yes, but yeah, Penrith versus the Knights. This one uh, in Penrith. Uh, the big news in this game is Hosking has dropped out of the squad. He's been named in New South Wales Cup listed as 18th man on the team list. Uh, all the Origin players from the Panthers have been named to back up, as well as Moses Leota coming back in. I think he missed last week for the birth of his child. Um, he's got. If he doesn't play, he's definitely a sell Hosking. But it's the question is: I reckon, does, do they all back up? Does, I reckon he was more of a sell if he did play with his high break. Even yeah. at least this week, if you don't sell him, if you've got other pressing issues, he's not going to lose you any money. Yeah. Um. So I think he was more of a sell if he was playing. It was probably a bigger quandary. Because you can wait now a week without yeah. the risk of him only playing 40 minutes and see what you've got for numbers if you can make it work. So, yep. And then on the night side, Greg Marshew finally got on board the team bus. So, Do you know what? They, the again. Knights win that game last week with Marshew in the team, I reckon, because of the meters that he would have made out of the backfield. Like it was just a shit decision. Adam O'Brien, he's like guardsy. He's a man of principle. Good the man. Principle of it. Good man. <laughs> Uh, and Daniel Safidi back after missing last week. Frizzell comes in in place of Fitzgibbon as a straight swap. Fitzgibbon failed his HIA last week. so Dylan Lucas still holds that edge back row spot. Oh, I think because Fitzgibbon he, misses. He actually looks all right, though. And, yeah. I, and Fitzgibbon's leaving next year. So I do wonder if there's a bit of succession planning happening. Well, he's only available at winning wing and center. I've just had him had a look. He scored 67 points last week mm. in 80 minutes of football as a break even this week. Um, so this, this is game number four for Dylan. So last week was probably mm. the week, but uh break even of negative 19 this week. So if you're looking... How much has he made? Uh, last week made 41.3K. Mm. Not a bad downgrade option if you're, if you're looking for someone who, if Fitzgibbon comes back, he's probably not a bench player maybe. Or did he play a game off the bench? Um, no, no I, I think I, he. I think he I started think he was in named, the but then started. So, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's uh, I think worthwhile pointing out as well um, that Dylan's still hanging around. But did you want to mention your little stat about Adam Elliott here, or no? You hold that later. Okay. God, mate, no. you're, you're ruining it. You're ruining so, the surprise. So, sorry, sorry. Guardsy's got a surprise for us, and I had one, but Dan's just ruined it. Sorry. Mine's not a surprise. It's just exciting. He's, he's a fan favorite. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Um, okay, moving <laughs> it's on. It's not to... that important. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, anyway. listeners. Moving on to the 735 game, the uh, Melbourne Storm against the Manly Seagulls. Now, going through the teams here, KO Weeks has been named at fullback for Manly, but Tom Trebojevic is lurking. Um, and I know we, we're probably going to talk about him a little bit later on as well. Be very handy to know because quite a few of the, like it just would be really bloody handy to know. It would be, yeah. But I think I think if he pulls up okay from Origin, he'll play. Seabold's obviously, yeah. We, we we've still got no him. idea. We talk about him regularly. Um, so anyway, uh, Daily Cherry's, Cherry Evans has been named um, to play to back up from Origin. Um, Good to see Sean Kepi still got that lock spot. Well, I should say, man, probably Sean fucking Kepi. Um, yeah, and and looking back at Melbourne, Harry Grant has uh, named it hooker. Cameron Munster at six. Coates backing up as well from Origin. Uh, but the interesting one there is Nelson Asofa, Asofa Solomona 
playing at Edgeback Row, so I assume he... No, Eli Katoa apparently has got a detached retina, I read today. I, I saw Physio posted not long ago saying that they expect him back next week. Mm. So they've obviously he's obviously just... Yeah, but back next week doesn't play around 19. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just letting you know if anyone's looking at getting Nelson because I think he's an Edgeback Row. Your buddy looks good at edge back row, big Nelson. Offensively, he does. Defensively, he got caught out multiple times because he's too fat and slow. But mm. Yeah, he but could yeah. score well. Come up against uh, from super coach. From a super coach point of view, he looks really good. Mm. Yeah. So Will Warbrick, obviously rewarding those. The brick. Yeah. For those that haven't been able to get him out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving forward on to Sunday's games. Uh, we have the two o'clock game between the Broncos and the Titans, big brother versus little brother. Yes, we do. Uh, Kevy's named, he's named Walsh, he's named Payne, he's named, named Paddy. I think, I think they'll all play. He's got, they've got till Sunday. That's plenty of time. I don't think there are any issues. I was surprised Walsh played after last origin. So I expect him again. Obviously the big one, Capo's out for, a couple of weeks, and then we have the buy. So Pierre Cora's got the edge for two weeks, which isn't too bad. He's actually looked pretty good the last couple of weeks. He's got a try last weekend coming off the bench, so it'll be interesting to see if he plays eighty or if yeah, the bench the bench makes me think that he'll play eighty. So that could be an interesting pickup for a couple of weeks if you need to downgrade someone. And then obviously the Titans. AJ Brimson back at fullback, so Campbell's on the bench again. Tino's Four, name, Lafita's name. Foran back makes them look heaps yeah. better. Foran's back, which certainly it certainly doesn't just point a channel of where your attack's going to go, does it? <laughs> it'll, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens because last time Fafita came off the bench after Origin, so I'll kill Holbrook if he does that again. I would actually enjoy it. So then he just loses even more money. I'd support I, I would support him. I would also enjoy it. Start Cleese, I say. Get Cleese in. He's been good. Let Cleese play. It's a no from me. But yes, I think I think this there could be some yeah, a fair few points in this game. There, except for Fafita. <laughs> I'm expecting some points. Nice dry Sunday, hopefully. Plenty of points. Very good. And that takes us to our Sunday afternoon, 4 p.m. time slot between the Rabbitohs and the Cowboys. Yeah, Latrell not named. That's probably a, another big one. So his injury must be a fair bit worse than first reported. Um, so I don't know what I'd do if I was a Latrell owner that's held hoping that he'd play a few games. Um, You've got to downgrade to one of these blokes making money. Surely. I absolutely agree with you. So Cody Walker named is a good thing. Murray and Cook to back up. Um, for the Cowboys, Todd Payton's just playing silly buggers, named all the origin players on an extended bench. I think he did that last time. That last time, yeah. And most of them played. So Val, that was a week that Val came out. And Val came out and got 120 odd or something. So um, there's a watch, but it's hard in the second last game of the round. So it's um, if you own a few of those players, it's a bit of roulette, isn't it? So yeah, I don't know. You, you'd know if a fair while in advance, like at least. Surely. What, you might... By Saturday night, once they cut it to 19, you should know if they're playing. Yeah, so you'll know after the third game when they cut it down 24 hours out. So, yeah. Do you reckon Murray plays? Into origin under an injury cloud with the groin. He injured himself on the backup last time. Do you reckon Dimitri just 
puts him in a bit of cotton wool and no. says have a week off. I think Demetrio's a bit of a dipshit too, so I think he'll play him. Yeah. Well, He's got I till mean, Sunday, so I think he'll be right. Sunday, four o'clock as well. Really essentially to 13, and then they could bring in somebody else. Mate, take a they're, post, not, they're, think, not lurking. they're not paying him to sit on the sidelines. Get out there and play. Stop being Yeah, soft. I think he'll play. Well, that wraps up our round. No, no still a game. Game seven, mate. Game. game seven. Still one more game. Yeah, Six mate. o'clock. Wow. Okay. Su- it's Super Sunday, mate. It's a bloody big Sunday, Sunday, mate. Sunday. Oh, yeah. this is great. I'll be able to watch two games after work. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, the Chooks versus the Raiders. Yes, well, Tedesco has been named to back up, so he's gone to fullback, which unfortunately pushes Manu back into the centres. Uh, Thank with, the Lord. With Kiri also named, despite going off with what they thought was a fractured jaw last week. Yeah. But it looks like the boot in the head knocked a screw and a plate from a old injury loose, and that, that was what the problem was. So a bit of metal floating around in his head there, Luke, that I think they're going to go in and keyhole the screws and get the Phillips head in there and <laughs> tighten him up and away you go, son. Like um, an Allen key. An Allen key, yeah. Well, it I was care. an IKEA job. Yeah. <laughs> um, Radley. The, the Corey Allen key. Yeah, Corey <laughs> Allen key. Radley back from suspension at lock. Collins name to back up. Uh, so Nat Butcher, who played 80 minutes in the front row last week, drops back to the bench. I thought he was pretty good last week, Butcher. So be interesting to see what sort of minutes he gets and the rotation they have through there. Uh, the Raiders, they've named the same 17 from a couple of weeks ago, the same 17 blokes who didn't care enough to get a win for Jared Croker in his 300th. So Ricky's decided to name them all again in an inspiring display of leadership. Question. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> Even Siri hates Ricky. No, yeah. No, Siri was supporting Ricky. We all love Ricky, mate. No, no, that's Ricky. untrue. Ricky the goat. That is untrue. As I like to call him, that Sticky is a lie. Yeah. Sticky the goat. Man, this is this is a published podcast. We can't be speaking untruths. That's exactly <laughs> well, mate, right. You might all not like him, but I love the, the sticky man. You would though. I would. Yeah. Good bloke. Well, now it wraps up our uh, round seventeen team uh, news for this week. Um, as we always say around this time, though, keep an eye out for those late origin cutoffs. Um and those yeah those late minute changes, um obviously with the squads being trimmed down to nineteen twenty four hours before you can have that bit of a look and adjust your teams accordingly. I also I also wouldn't be too hasty in selling out um sharks players if you've if you've loaded up on a few of them last week. If you can just get to seventeen or eighteen, I think that's plenty this week. I wouldn't be making trades to try and get to. Yeah, it's a bit like round 14, isn't it? That round 13, people got some pretty good scores and it turned out that round 14 was probably a tougher round with only three teams on the bye. Yep. I think it's a bit the same this week, isn't it? Especially when there's a really good super coach team in the Sharks, like on that bye. Definitely. And a few cheapies from the others. This is hospitals. This is hospitals. we've heard the sound. Uh, I'm going to leave you to your chin list and run away and hide because I think that you're uh, you're fired up. Yeah, you fucking should, you dog. Anyway. How's camp been? 
Yeah, it's been pretty good. No beers though, you know. So you know, just shoes off, touching grass. Is that when you left? When they, when Freddie said no oh. beers? I reckon that's that must have been what happened to Campbell Graham. I reckon he walked off the camp, 18th man, game one, and Freddie said no beers, and Campbell said, "Get fucked, Freddie." So you bud. Me. Honestly. Anyway, we won't talk about Origin yet. We'll save that for last. Let's uh, get into it. Uh, the first is uh, Peter Goff's on it, as I like to call him, the Matt Trainer lookalike ref. Probably does as about as good a job as Trainer too, but he's on it. Davo will agree with me on this one. When my I uh, I tricked everyone. I, I didn't bring Ponger in, and I went with my my main man, the best fullback in Penrith, Dylan Edwards, and uh, he was in, boys. He broke four tackles, was going to score, and fucking Goffey caused it back and caused obstruction. Even though he caught the ball, he waited for the bloke to reset in the line. So it was no longer an obstruction because the line had reset. And then Goffey caused an obstruction. It was an absolute disgrace. I, I did agree with you till I realized that you brought in Edwards and then I disagreed. Mate, you know, <laughs> he gave him time. It wasn't his fault that Lucci can't tackle. But anyway... Next one on the list is, I don't know who the video ref was for the game. I was on, on the beers. I was very grumpy by then, mainly because Dylan Edwards didn't get the try. I, I was I, I kept the grumpiness going for 85 minutes. But anyway, he's on the list. Dan will tell us who it is. It wasn't a strip, boys. The extra time strip that wasn't a strip was not a strip. So if, if it wasn't a strip, it's not a strip. Simple as that. I'm getting aroused with all these strips, I can tell you. But especially in extra time, honestly, to call the strip when it's fucking not. These video refs have no idea what they're doing. And then to make it worse, he he decided he was going to add to the shit cause in extra time by making an even shitter call when he said that Sorensen knocked on first, even though Hiku touched the ball first. I have who it is, is, Garza. Who do you think it was? Sutton. Grant Atkins. Not Grant. Got him. Jared Sutton. Sutton. Oh, well, that doesn't surprise me either. He's shit too. Well, he's on the he's made he made two shit extra time because that one Hiku touched it and then Sorensen touched it and he's called a knock on off Sorensen first. How, I don't understand how it's possible. What has Hiku done then if he's touched the ball? Well, apparently he gained he, he touched it with his palm and gained control. Unfucking sure how that's possible, but Apparently, Jared Sutton's a physicist or something. Is so. it Jared Sutton or Jared Butler? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, next on the list is uh, the the shittest coach in the NRL next year. I can now say it again because he'll be back coaching the Dragons, who are going to have a shit year without Ben Hunt. You love to see it. Shane Flanagan's on the list. When uh, Jack Hogger put his chip in in extra time before extra time, there's 20 seconds left in the game. And Flanagan's come out and sprayed him and said, how dumb is it? He's chipped. He's he's given the Cowboys the ball. They're going to have great field possession. There's 20 seconds to go, you imbecile. By the time he caught the ball, there was 10 seconds left. They, their field position did not ma- matter at the time. And then once the whistle's born, he's gone, oh, I love that play from Cogger. <laughs> there was only 20 seconds to go. What a smart play. He could have come up with something good there. I've never... How do you change your mind in 20 seconds? And no wonder he was a cheating dog at the Sharks, giving everyone peptides. The bloke's got no fucking idea how to coach. And we're not even going to say allegedly because he got caught. So fuck Flanagan. 
But do you know the great news out of it? Won't be commentating next year. We don't have to suffer him on Foxtel anymore. And we'll be able to laugh at him when he gets flogged. We'll put the dragons on the praise list. For, for signing him. For signing him. Yeah. Shan't be putting can, them on the uh, Can someone pick up Blocker? Yeah. And uh, Michael Ennis, please. <laughs> yeah. Surely he's taken both of his his mates from Fox League to... Yeah, but as an assistant coach, they can still commentate. Because he's an assistant coach at the Eagles, so... Anyway, next on the list, uh, I know we got yelled at for not having refs. We might as well go for another ref. Grant Atkins is on the list, boys. I know we all thought it was a, the one of the stupidest calls I've ever seen. It shows how dumb Green is when uh, he called the uh, when the what's the winger's name from the Roosters? Is it Powgo, whatever his name is? Mm. He stripped the ball off Best, who was in goals, trying to score a try. And when Powgo stripped it, he's penalised him and said it was not a try scoring opportunity, mate. If he lets go of him, Best scores. How's it not a try scoring opportunity if he stripped the ball? Makes no fucking sense, Green. Learn how to ref or go get a different job. At least they got it right when the king did it. Isn't that right? Fuck off. Long live the king. Uh, next on the list, uh, you paraboys probably love him, but he's joined my uh, Nick Meany list of blokes I just hate their heads, and it's Bailey Simonson. I hate his head. He's got a shit goatee. He's got a shit head. He looks like a shit bloke. And all he did for 80 minutes on the weekend was suck about every single core. So Bailey Simonson, fix your head, shave your goatee, and fuck off. Uh, who's next? What do you really oh. think? To the point. He's to the point. Sticking with the... Uh, to the point we might as well go to the sun now. Kyle Flanagan's on the list, boys. Mainly because he scored a try to make it 18-4. And he carried on like he just won his side the comp. Carried on like Katoni Staggs when he did win the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, mate, they didn't score another point, did they? Uh, yeah, I think they got one. And yeah, Morin, they, yeah. Morin scored one. And so they didn't score another about, point. With about three minutes to go. They didn't score another point for 60 minutes and Kyle's carried on like an absolute pelican just because he used to play for the Sharks. Let me tell you, Kyle. The Sharks fans were probably probably cheering too when you scored because they thought, thank fuck, he doesn't play for us anymore. And finally, uh, on the list, sorry, there's a couple more. Uh, Mark's on the list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically for uh, calling that flog from Parramatta King. Anyone that does that, you're all on the list. Anyone that calls him King, you can't call yourself King you're a flog. Anyone call that calls him the king, king is a flog he, too. He didn't start it. He didn't start yes, it. Yes, he does. He calls him. Yeah, but he didn't start it though. Don't look, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Fuck off, Dan. You Dan, you're on the list too, because you joined in. And then also, Dan, you're on the list again for being a Fucking Queensland fake dog. Where are you born? GFY, Tell everyone on here. GFY, buddy. Tell everyone where you're born. It's GFY right Yeah. Go figure it out. Oh, oh that'd be GFO. Oh, okay. Where's it say you're born on your birth certificate? I don't have one. Yeah, that doesn't fucking surprise me. <laughs> Came from Fiji. He's actually 74. My, my great grandmother didn't have one. He was born in Fiji. He didn't have one. And, uh, like, just... He was born in Fiji like Petro. 
Yeah, that's right. And Lottie. <laughs> you know, those great Queenslanders. <laughs> and uh, we might as well finish it off on the Queensland note. Anyone that supports Queensland, go fuck yourself. Simple as that. Yeah, we'll why? <laughs> Thanks, Gardy. Um, yeah, I was. I thought I wasn't going to get a mention there, but that's that's, that's wishful. wishful. That's wishful that, thinking. It was wishful thinking, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Davo, who's been sliding in the DMs this week? There's been a bit of act- action on the social. Yeah, media a little bit pages. of action. Um, we had our great friend who's now inside the top fifty, uh, Doll Funnies has slid in to the DMs after another good week last week. I don't know how he has a good week if he owns this bloke, because this is a bit of a bit of a laugh. But he says, what is everyone's Hail Mary less than 5% ownership pod to make a run home? I've gone Kenny Bromwich. Now, or as he likes to call him, Sir, Sir, Kenneth, Kenneth. Sir Kenneth Bromwich. If Sir Kenneth Bromwich, I'm not going to say anything outrageous, because every move Dolphunnies has made this year has... I don't know, turn to gold, but surely Kenny Bromwich is not the guy that's going to take you to glory. If he's if he averages above fifty, I'd be surprised. I'll check. Um going forward. If it's over fifty, it's fifty-five at most, I reckon. Um but in saying that, the guy that I've found, who I've had a bit of a love affair with since his time. Uh, down at the Raiders, probably almost as in love with him as Millie Boyle is, is Adam Elliott. Uh, he's only owned by 834 Supercoach players. So I'm not even going to give you the percentage because that's less than 1%. He's averaging 44.7 back from injury. His minutes are increasing and he's at the lowly price of 462000 which means I could turn Hosking or Peachy into him and make a few dollars. Um, he is at the back of a... Reasonably good Newcastle pack. And like we said before, Newcastle haven't been too far away um, in most games. So I think there's the guy that I'm I'm potentially going to look at as a really good point of difference. I've got the Kenny Bromwich I'll give us the Kenny Bromwich information. 48.2. There you go. I wouldn't have thought it was that, man, that high. Well, I thought 50 was an exaggeration, but yeah. anyway. So total points scored 627 in 13 games. If Sir Kenneth Bromwich takes Dolphunnies to uh, to first, I'll go and shout him a beer, but I'll do it in the nude. So there's there's something that no one wants to see, but oh, um... I want to see it. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Garzi, now that you've given me some support, have you found a point of difference for the run home? I've got a few that I'm looking at. Okay. I had a look in my side. I don't really have any five percent. I've got a couple of ten percenters, but that's not what he's asking. So we don't need to talk about them. But anyway, I found a couple. One that I was looking at is if you didn't want to go Greg Marzu, there's uh, the other bloke with dreadlocks, Dom Young. He's only 4% owned. Dom which... Young is so try-reliant, though. It is ridiculous. Yeah, mate. Matchup. He's a matchup player. Yeah, but who do the Knights match up well against? Fucking who knows? I'm just giving you the stats, mate. I think they've... They've played their good matchup twice this year in Manly, where he scored about eight tries, haven't they? Well, they play the Bulldogs and Tigers the next two games, yeah. so that's helpful. Hmm. Is that is that what you wanted to hear? Yeah, well, that sounds then, okay. Obviously, the other one I was looking at, if he comes back and gets some minutes under his belt, was Sean Lane, obviously, because he's hmm. obviously not owned. And then the the uh, real special one who I think could be an absolute could take you from fiftieth to first. 
is uh, the greatest winger to ever play the game, Richie Kenner. <laughs> Jesus. Only owned by 600 and something people, boys. Less than 1%. Like, I suppose if he's going to buy Sir Kenneth Bromwich, he might actually buy the Prince yeah. Richie Kenner. Oh, <laughs> only, only so uncomfortable calling him Sir Kenneth. Like, at a, at a bottom pr- Richie's at a bottom price, boys, of 250-something K, too. Honestly. What Does a he actually, will he actually play? He's playing his third game. I think he's actually got the spot over that other... What's that other spud that I hate? Tane Milne. No one likes Or Tane. Isaac Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. Shit tat, as I like to call him. Mm. Isaac. Hey, okay, Mark. Thanks, Garzi. You always do find a couple of special ones. Um, Mark, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Oh, the one I looked at at the moment, who's under 5%, is Ryan Madison, 3.1%. I imagine that closer to round 19 when... Parramatta play on that big buy round again, he will jump up over that. Um, Potentially not, though, because he is a bit of a trade risk. If you're running low on trades and he's got that injury history this year with yeah. the soft tissue injury, injuries, I think Ryan Madison is a guy that only people with a few extra trades might bring in. So I'd say you'll stay reasonably low for the remainder of the year. And, and if he wants another forward like Sir Kenneth, um, I mentioned him earlier, Nat Butcher, 2.8% owned. Looks like he's in that middle rotation, can play big minutes. So if there's an injury, Lodges Lodges out of that rotation now. Um, So he played 80 last week. So, you know, Victor Radley has another brain explosion and gets sent off. Then he can just slot straight into that sort of middle role and play big minutes. And the other one who I looked at is um, he's on the other side of the Cronulla back line to guards his man. Ronaldo is... Sione Katoa is at 1.8%. They've got a pretty good run, the Sharks. Um, Didn't he score an eight two weeks ago, though? Sifatalakai is also very low earned as well. Very, He's quite expensive, though, I think, isn't he? I'm just yeah, giving you low players, mate. It wasn't about how much they cost. Yeah. It was about how, how well owned they are. If you, want, if you don't want to talk about money, Scott Drinkwater's under 5%. Hmm. Yeah. What do you got, Dan? You found anyone? Yeah, I'm just having a look here. I know there was a few people in uh, a chat that were in talking about Blake Braley last week um, as a hooking option. Um, once again, we're going back to the Sharks. Set up about 14 tries with middle forwards last week and still only scored 70-odd, didn't he? It, it wasn't hard. All you had to do was pass the ball and the middle forward was running through Kawa Loapu. Mm. Yeah, that's at 3.8% currently. I'll tell you what, if Aloapu plays in the middle every week, just get on whichever forward pack is versing the dogs. Because they'll score. Mm. Brendan Hands at 3.6%. is a big downgrade there. He's only at 282 at the moment. What did he score on the weekend, Hands? Um, 60. Wasn't huge. Was... He's got a break even at a negative nine this week. 61. Oh, 61. That's pretty handy. Which has been his, I thought it was less his best that. score all year. Yeah, but he played 80. Played 80. Yeah, so I like it. He's played three three games. Uh, three, the, other one three I, games. the other one I saw who came back last week and was fairly strong was uh, Tiamalolo. He's only he's under 5% as well. And they did seem to play him for pretty reasonable minutes. I don't know if that was just because of the context of the game or with the origin players out, but he did play bigger minutes than I thought. I know trainer had him down as someone that he might bring in, but was he jaded by the previous Tormalolo? But, I mean, you get an opportunity to have a bit of a look at him because he is pretty cheap. So I think that with with uh, Ruben Cotter coming back into that team, 
you know, minutes could be an issue. Yeah, that's is that's probably one, my thought. The one thing, but someone like Brennan Hands, that's the, the significant. Like, if you weren't running Raystone already, um, oh fuck. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So if you want, if you didn't have Sweet Baby Ray, then maybe Brendan Brendan Hands um, could be someone that you're looking at as as a bit of a pod move. I think when you see Guardsy next, you'll need to keep your hands up. <laughs> no, nah, it's all right. We'll be friends again once he comes out of camp. No, you can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Still in camp. All right. So all right. Hope... we'll talk next week, Guardsy. So dull funnies. I hope that's given you a few. Um bit of insight into what we're thinking about some point of difference players. Um, I do like some of the other ones. I'm probably going to start to look at a few of those other ones uh, that were mentioned. Here's one. Ben Hunt at 2.8%. Yeah, the problem with Ben Hunt, you've got no idea where Ben Hunt's going to be playing. Look, if Ben Hunt goes to a team and actually plays nine, I could be interested. I could be very interested. Only available at halfback, though. Yeah, but I'd still nearly be interested because when do they do the next round of... um, Dual position stuff. Do they do another one? Not sure. Have to be soon. Have to be soon. All right. So, Dolphinies, I hope that's helped. The next question, um, I was in Moree on the weekend, and I know that um, Dan has a real soft spot for Austin. Austin's sister, Matilda, was very annoyed as to why she didn't get a shout-out. I've got Um, to say, just at the outset, Matilda sounds much better than Austin, I've got to say. So, Matilda, well, I I don't know if one's better than the other, but... I know Matilda has asked a question. It's a pretty good question, Guardsy. I think she aimed this one at you. I think she's a real chinless lover, uh, Matilda. She says, if you were born in New South Wales, why would you go for the Queensland Dogs? Honestly, got, any, got any thoughts, Guardsy? Honestly, Matilda, the only thing I can think is their mum is probably also their auntie. <laughs> and there's a bit of family history that they probably don't like to talk about. That's all I can think of. And at Christmas, they kiss their cousins. Yeah, yeah. Or all the time. They don't even wait for Christmas. Brothers and sisters aren't off limits in in Queensland families. <laughs> so, in all seriousness, the Bible says something about greeting each other with a holy kiss or something, which is fine. It's, oh, in okay. all seriousness, they're basically just wankers. That's right. There's Probably no excuses for it. There, there, there is no legitimate on a Thursday night, don't they? Up in Brisbane. I don't so. know. No, I'm I'm with you, Matilda. I, I can't understand how. Anyone can be passionate about Queensland if they're born in New South Wales. It's not state of choice. It's state of origin. It's in the title. It's not hard to understand and comprehend. It's not 20. It's 23. As as some people like to say, I think people that are born in New South Wales and go for Queensland just don't get origin. Absolutely don't get origin. It's fine. I'll I'll gladly sit here and watch it tomorrow night. Yeah. I I don't get in anyone's face about it. At all. I don't rub it in. I don't do any of that. They'll Mind never, you. They'll never understand the passion, though, will they, Guardsy? No, don't, they don't know what it's like when your state wins a series. Just that that pride you have. Well, I mean, I, I was very, very, growing up, I very much heard about it from all the New South Wales fans. They were straight into me, loved ripping into me. And now when it's time. So you don't count, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, and P.S. Austin, you're still the the first friend of the show, so <laughs> it doesn't matter that your sister sent a message in. Austin, you 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 were there first, just like me and my family, the eldest child, Dame Matilda. Yeah, <laughs> Sir <laughs> Austin, I'm going to knight you, Austin. <laughs> you're a legend. I'm friend all, of the show. I'm all Sir over Austin. Team Matilda. Let's go, Team Matilda. Yep. Don't worry, Austin. I got you back, buddy. All right. So we're going to move on before this turns um, 
ugly here. Oh, P.S. Austin didn't Austin Shut send? Up, you what did Austin send? Him? Austin sent a message remember. last week. We we said, guess who can guess the name of my Supercoach team next year already? And Austin was straight onto yeah. it with the sweet baby Rays. He sent another one this week, but I can't remember what it was. I was. It was great. I was um. Too enthusiastic. Don't worry, Austin. I'll find it for you. But I, I know what his question was. Austin's question was: After Alex Wall scored a try, is he now a must-have? His yeah. super coach team. I think everyone should get him. He'd be low ownership. Alex Twal. Oh, yeah. He's he's on a tear. I reckon. Try now scoring that, machine. He's got a taste for it now. I think now that now that he's had one meat pie, he's going to be the kind of guy that wants two or three every week. To be fair, he did score a lot of tries uh, in reserve grade. Yeah, like he, under twenties. Yeah, killed yeah. it for Parramatta. Yeah, but goes to playing, the Tigers, playing for a decent picks. club. Yeah, so we're going to move on. And um, Dom has actually got rid of all the uh, pseudonyms that he's been going under, and he's just come back as Dominic. <laughs> um, so you knew it was him, didn't you, Garzi? I don't know all the time. I, I don't know, Garzi, if you if you're happy or not. Um, that you don't have to guess if someone else is sending in questions, like our Ethiopian friend or um, Jason Statham. We did, we, we you know, um. But Dom's just going to he's just going to ask some questions on his own, and I know Garzi thinks that he asked this question last week. I can't remember last week, so I'm going to ask it again. Is running a half this week essential? Having he has Cleary and Hines, and is considering moving Cleary to SJ for a few weeks of cash generation and hopefully some points. I'm positive. Last week he asked us if he should trade Cleary for Moses or Johnson, or the week before. So this is a question from two weeks ago. Get some new questions, you bold dog. <laughs> All right, Mark. I'll, I'll, Mark could you, or Dan, do you want to answer now that Guardsy's been able to vent? Well, I think we're both on the same same track this week, Mark. We're both thinking of bringing in SJ. Is that correct? Correct. I've held Cleary up until now only because I didn't think there was a a clear option on who you wanted to sell him to in that halfback position with the uncertainty around Moses and State of Origin. So this week I will be trading Cleary out to Sean Johnson, negative 16, break even, great matchup against the Dragons. He could make $100,000 this week, and in a couple of weeks, you know, they get a straight swap, straight straight swap, swap back for, you know, for no money. So. Plus the points. I no, think, no concern of injuries? No, I don't think so. I think, um, I think the other thing to keep in mind as well, is we were sort of talking last week about Moses and whether you'd go Moses as the second half, obviously gets picked in the origin team. So that sort of ruins this week. Um, but you don't want to load up on too many Parramatta players either, knowing they don't play round 18. Um, so only I mean, one team on the buy that week. So, and it's not an origin. So you probably, if you don't, if your squad's pretty deep, you could have four, you could have four or five para players. I know they play 19 as well, but I, I think we were sort of talking last week about having, Gutho and Moses and, well, I mean, Dylan Brown, but now Dylan Brown's not available for selection. So I think I'm happy to just to run, um, to run King Gutho and like that, Garzi. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a visual medium, but I just got the bird from Garzi. <laughs> uh, listeners, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy to to run SJ, I think. I've SJ never... plays the buy round too, doesn't he? Yeah, I've never owned him. So this is my... Oh, first time, first time popping your SJ cherry. Mm. So it'll be a good option then for round nineteen because you'll have uh, the Sharks play round nineteen too, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. You'll have Nico and SJ yeah. running there. So, and I think 
in round 19. I think the Warriors, do they play Parramatta? Will oh, be without we'll their origin players. So Oh, probably. I don't not, know. Not a bad matchup for him. Guardsy, are you any chance of doing something like that? Or you, you've got Moses, don't you? Yeah, mate, I've got Moses. He'll back up from origin because he'll play shit in origin and come out for power and bring it. Yeah, so if I if I was in the same situation, I've got um, Hines and Hughes. Um, so I'm not considering it this week, but if I did hold on to Cleary, I would probably um, have gone to SJ this week. So I think that's a pretty good move. Dan, you've got something for us? Yeah, so round we were saying round 19, who the Warriors play. Yeah. So the Warriors play power in round 19. Yeah. So yeah, confirms there. Yeah, so that's... That's all good. All right, Dom's next question, because you know he likes to ask them in bunches, Guardsy. Um, will, will the Shepherds keep Buller if he drops cash whilst waiting for an origin fullback to return or sell on to an available fullback? Mark, are you keeping Buller? No, I'll be selling Buller this week, not necessarily to a fullback. Uh, with Jules, I've got a bit of flexibility, so I can trade him for a front rower, for a second rower. Um, for a centre wing. For a centre wing. Um, so Must be nice. Plenty of options. So many options. You can probably even trade him for a 5'8 if you've got Manu in the 5'8 position. Black I do dog. have Manu in the 5'8 position, so or I'll probably do that too. Mm. So many options. So many options to get Sport it wrong. for choice. Yeah, to get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Guardsy, what are your thoughts? Buller, you're an owner, aren't you? I'm selling. I've made. I've had him since he was at 200k. So did you? Yeah. Oh, you're one of the OGs. I've I've taken all the rises and and I'm the points. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna sell him. No Brooks. No Horace Alfie. He thought he tried hard still, but I just think there wasn't enough attack. Yeah, he still made plenty him. of runs, didn't he? Just didn't yeah. have. That space that I think Coruscant and Brooks have been giving him for those attacking yeah, well, stats. What, what I did notice, though, with, with the Tigers is um, IPAP looked heaps better without um, Brooks inside him because Brooks isn't taking the runs. The the yeah. halfback was dishing off to IPAP. So IPAP could be a bit of a sneaky uh, trade under in. 5%. Under 5%, yeah. So... I think while ever Brooks is out, it actually is going to be good for IPAP because he's going to get the ball in his hands a lot more and make more runs, tackle busts, offloads, you name it. I think he might be better. And he's not relying on those halfbacks. He's just probably going to pump out maybe a 70 average during that time. So I don't know. That, that's something that I wouldn't hate. All right, we're going to go straight into talking points without trainer. Yes. Um, we've only got one this week because we kind of answered the Buller one that we were going to talk about just then. Um Comes from a listener named Mr. Horse. So I'd actually like to see Mr. Horse. Big Red. Um, Is it not big in the shower? Not in yeah, the shower, I probably. I'm a bit concerned about seeing Mr. Horse, to be honest. Yeah, not in the shower. I don't want to see Mr. Horse in the shower because there's only a couple of blokes that get called those Man, sort of is nicknames. This you and uh, or Peter. Might be Peter. <laughs> Peter. Peter. Right. Oh, Peter. <laughs> Love you, Pete, if you're listening. Now that you've got the long drives to work. Um, he says, a lot of us tr have traded out our origin guns. Rank them in importance of getting them back for the run home. So let's just assume we sold all our guns mm -hmm. that play origin. Who? Let's. I'll That's give, confirmed I did. I'll, okay. I'll give you your top, what are we going to say, top three? Because we don't want to yeah. get too invested. 
Top three to get back in. So Cary Grant. Okay. Turbo. Turbo. Straight away, he's number one. So number yeah, one, Mark. Who's your number one? Uh, are we saying Nathan Cleary is one of those? Oh, no, he's, he's, injured. he's injured. He's injured. He's injured, and he's not an Origin People star. People playing. People playing. Okay. Um, it'll be David Fafita for me once he drops a bit in price. So he'll be the first one you target. Yep. And probably preface that with when are you going to target them? Are you going to target them round 20? Cool. Or are you going to target them round 21? I once? say Tr- Tom Trevojevic only because if he plays this week, he has a negative 43 break even and it's almost too late. Yeah. Yep. So that's why I'm putting Tom Turbo. I'll be watching like an absolute hawk to see whether he makes that team because if he steps onto that field... It's bullet to him for it's, me. It's pretty well. Well, for mm. me, it's Schuster to him. Yeah. By Jules. And I yep. can do it in one trade. So it, it happens now or it doesn't happen at all. All right. So number number two, Garzi, who's your number two that you want to target? Yeah, Munster. Yeah, Munster. Okay. Have you owned Munster at all this year? No. And he's. I think he's at a good price. He's like 660K. Break evens, not huge, I think. 51. Uh, and uh, after Origin, he always goes on an absolute it, Is he someone that you can potentially get in this week with a 61 break even? Oh, definitely. 51. Play this week or 51. 51 yeah. break even this week at yeah. really good price, 680 something. I, I think either this week or next week is when you're going to get him at his lowest. And and isn't that 666? The devil, 666. The devil's number for Cam Munster. Like that is just outrageous. Down 181k since the start of the season. Is there a like? Has he had a couple of bad weeks, or why has he dropped so much? What's he? Are we living off past scores, or is he actually going to go good? So his last score was 124. Yeah, who'd they play? The Sharks. Yeah, that's right. He scored 114 against the Chooks earlier on in the year. 99 against the Warriors. So he's. So he's obviously had some lower scores as well, but yeah, I, I agree. I think he's someone that you want to run home with, particularly now without Dylan Brown. Is that your thinking there? Yeah, he's him and Cody Walker at a top two five eight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dan, who's your second to come back in? David. Well, I haven't actually owned this bloke at all, and I've hated not owning him. It was David? It's David Fafita for me. Okay. In the back row, I would really like to stock that back row up. Um. With Fafita, and I just think now the Titans are almost back to full strength. It could be Fafita time. Yeah, see, I've gone for defense. I've gone a bit of a different tack this year, and I've kept quite a few Origin players. So I've kept Fafita, I've kept Val Holmes, I've kept uh, Harry Grant, which also means you've kept trades up your sleeves too. So I've kept a few trades, but it has hurt me a bit over this time. I've held very steady at around that five thousand rank, but I've, I'm hopeful to make some ground up. One of them. I only probably want to get one of those blokes, Tino or Payne. And at the moment, I think it's Tino, but he's just a tick over 800,000. I just don't love the price. So I probably like Payne's price a little bit more. So that's probably my next target is Payne Haas, just to when? solidify pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon, I think. So, so um, I looked at Payne this week, but I'm just not sure minutes wise. They've got three middles on the bench. Mm. And I think. Kevy will be keen to have Payne for the rest of the year. I think he's just at a pretty good price, though, isn't he? 600 and something. Yeah, for a guy that... Yeah, I, I don't mind his price over Tino's, so... Well, Tino's, yeah. Tino's, Tino's scores have been inflated with a few pretty easy tries, so um, I'm probably leaning towards Payne. Mark, who's your second? Yeah, I'm in that boat. I need to strengthen my front row position, so I'm in the same boat, Tino or, or Payne. Which one at the price? 
Like, is the price coming to it, or is it just purely, uh, now we've got purely points? Price probably pain, but I do like the flexibility, the dual position flexibility of of Tina. Are you running any other dual positions though? Because I know I've got Horsbra, Sele. Yeah, um, I am. I've got I've got Tarpanay, mm-hmm. uh, and everyone's favourite Manly lock that's not named Trebojevic. Sean fucking Kepi. Sean fucking Kepi. Yeah. Yeah. How good. Shawnee yeah. boy. Yeah, I might bring him in as an origin star. But, uh, <laughs> number three, Guardsy, who's your third guy that you're going to target after origin? Stop smiling at me like that. <laughs> Do we have you? I might go to Dan. Are we recording still? Nope. We're not recording. Same worse. We got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to ask that question again, and we can? Nah, third. Like I think, yeah, Munster for me. I know I was looking at him a few weeks ago, but that's probably the order for me. Like the order is more important than probably. Mm. But so your order turbo for feeder, feeder, Munster. Munster. Yep, Guardsy, who's your third? Unfortunately, it's probably Fat Boy for feeder. Oh, you're gonna join the join the gravy. Yeah, look, it's about think, time we got on board, hey Guardsy. Yeah, it, I Do think you... it's just he's he's a he's a master back row. He doesn't Do... score below sixty. Do you think that when you own him, you'll actually like him? No, I still don't like him because he'll probably either get injured or be go back <laughs> to being lazy and score forty. So it's not going to be like um Dylan Edwards hate him when he's not in your team, hate his head, and uh, love him when he's in your team. No, I don't think it's that kind of love affair, unfortunately. Okay, okay. Uh, my third's Munster. I think I'm going to pair him up with Walker and just go for the road home. The only reason I'd swap is potentially if Dylan Brown comes back and he becomes a pod and goes on a bit of a tear, but I don't like his chances. So I think you just look, I think there's positions to pod up in and there's positions just to go with the pack. And and look, I don't even know if Munster is going with the pack because a lot of people mightn't be able to get him back in if they wait a few weeks because he might be too expensive. Mark, your number three is also Cameron Munster. So if we pick, the, uh, I just have think... we picked the same people just in different order. Yeah, almost. Yeah, me and Dan both went Turbo Munster for feeder, but in different order. Mm. Yeah, I think Turbo for me, as I said before, Turbo, you almost have got to go now, or it's now on. It's this got... week or never. If well, if play, he comes yeah. out and scores one hundred and thirty, he's yeah. He's Who do they play? They play the Storm, so he's unlikely to do that. But even if he comes oh. out and scores a 70 or an 80, add another 100 onto his price tag, and he's over 800 again, isn't he? 860. Yeah. And then there's probably no reason why he'd go beyond, like below that again this year, because that's just the sort of he could get up towards a million bucks, and you might, mm. and then you definitely can't get him back. So, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the the targets right there. There's three, four targets. The other ones that you clearly want to get back at some point is Cleary and potentially Luttrell, depending on what happens with Luttrell's injury. Kind of hope Luttrell doesn't come back till about round 2022. Most people will be out of of trades, but he's also got the buy in the second last week. So a lot of people will be like, oh, is, is it, can I do that? Whereas if you've got a few extra trades, like five, six trades, I think that'd be a real point of difference because he'll be, incredibly low ownership and people won't want to move because they won't be able to get him out. 
So that's the talking point this week because we did talk about Buller up in the questions. So hope that's helped. Very good. Remember, you can slide into our DMs at any time. Um, I'm putting a bit more content out too around our trades and how many trades we've got left. Guardsy won't share because he says it's none of your business. Nanya, um, hey, Guardsy. But I've put I've put that um, up on – I'll put it up on Friday. Once we kind of work our trades out, we'll have a chat. I'll yeah. put that up. It's always good because I always end up changing mine. So, you know, just keep yeah. people guessing. And then I had to write it in the comments because right at the last minute you changed from Ponga to Edwards. <laughs> I don't know what you think oh, I can do about that. but um, oh, man. I really should have locked my phone in the safe up to the trains last week. I would have been on the Manu train as well. Imagine Manu. That was what you had. Hey, Mark. Yep. Manu, Gartho, and Nico. Yep. Oh, And Hopgood, who and went Hopgood, close to yeah. a ton. Well, yeah, downgrades killed him. But, yeah, it's, um, yeah, that could have been me. Anyway, mm. can't get him every week. It's uh, time for us to talk about our trades. Brought to us today by Turtles R Us. Quilton. Yes. <laughs> Quilton. <laughs> Tortex. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, trades this week, boys. I'm going to jump straight in. Mark, I think you're doing the same trade as me, really, with the um, the Cleary to Johnson trade at halfback. Uh, but I'm also going to be watching that manly news as i said earlier and i'm going to be trading joshua star to tom trevojevich because if he steps on that field for one minute this week he is making money so it's it's what if yeah. he steps on the field for a minute and does a hemi that, well, then i'll cry yeah i'll be pretty upset about that but anyway let's let's hope that doesn't happen matt trainer stay away uh mark I've locked in Nathan Cleary out to Sean Johnson. Um, so that is locked in. Um, I'm just looking at my team. And with Hosking out, it leaves me short with only two second rowers. So I've got Bateman, Nakora, and Preston all on a bye. was relying on Hosking. Um, I, I won't go early because if um, Martin then doesn't back up, then you imagine Hosking. Hosking's not even named in the extended. He's 18th. Is he? Yep. Oh, I thought he was named in New South Wales Cup. Yeah, yeah, but also 18th. Okay. Yeah, so um, my second trade will be largely dependent on who comes through origin um, just because I need the numbers. i got nothing locked in this week. Uh, it'll... Very much be dependent on uh, origin, origin availability, and if Tom Travoyevich is backing up, Jareen Buller will go to Tom Travoyevich if he does, and then I'll have to make some sort of move in the back row because at the moment I've only got two playing players, so it'll be Hosking or Peachy out to maybe even just Hopgood because I can cover the following week um, when Para on the buy and then getting another buy round number, which I think not owning Hopgood has hurt me in those buy rounds. Arzi? I'm going bull out of turbo as long as he plays. And then the second trade, which I'm still unsure about. I think I need a downgrade for a bit of cash because the funds aren't looking good. So I was either looking at trading fat boy Shushta because he's done his run and bringing in someone like Pia Kuro 
who's going to start next two weeks. Otherwise, I was possibly looking at trading at the beak, Billy Smith, and bringing in one of the greatest wingers to ever play the game in uh, Richie Kenner. You're not even serious, are you? I'm very serious. 250K, playing his third game. Going to make some cash. Must have trades to burn, Guardsy. Playing for South, who he's going to score a try every week, let me tell you. You are trading in Richie Kenner. How many trades you got left, just out of interest? Enough. No, no, come on. Enough. Enough. Share, share and share alike. If you're trading in Richie Kenner, you must be... Still got double digits, hey, Guardsy. You must yeah, be mate. flush. At the start of this week, I have got 12 trades. And at the end of this week, you'll have 10. Depends if I make the second trade or not. At the end of this week, you'll have 10. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> silly question. Expect the result. A straight bat response like that, hey. Oh, you kill me. Right, really? Guys. You'd go Richie Kenner. Hey. You wouldn't go Tavare, who's named in the centres, probably has a bit of money to make. But he plays for the Andre. Dolphins. He plays for the Dolphins. Richie Kenner plays for South. Oh, okay. Oh. And Richie, who doesn't want to own Richie Kenner? Mate, Supercoach is about having fun, boys. It's not about taking it serious. I've already got my socks. Having fun. I, oh. I, I certainly don't want to own Richie Kenner. But look, best of luck to you. I hope Richie comes out and scores 100 because, you know, I support you blokes no matter what. That's and I true. do I do bask in the glory of when everyone scores well, even if I don't. Um, because it's, I, I, it's only three other blokes or four other blokes in this group. So... I don't cheer a lot of other people on, but I do cheer you fellas on. So I hope, Richie, best of British luck to you. love you for it. Yeah, best Look, of British luck for, to you. Worst so. case scenario, he does nothing, and I'm in the same spot I am in this week, which is still fucked. Minus a trade. Yeah, but that means nothing. If I get to no trades, I'll still have fun. It'll be... What, what do you mean, if I get to no trades? <laughs> it's a when situation, isn't it? Well, we've already get to no trades at some point, boys. You can't yeah, you can't take him with you. No, Peter, Peter definitely won't get to no trades. He could tr- max trade for the rest of the year, and he would not Peter be able should to send use them some all. to us. <laughs> we should gift a trade anyway. So great. I think we're up to uh, captains and vice captains. I think it's a tough one because yeah, we've talked a little bit off air, but I think Cody Walker is a pretty good option. Um, a Penrith yeah, player if you're in a Penrith player outside of that I don't know because Penrith's a hard one now that Cleary's not the obvious choice you got para against the Dolphins you yeah I don't Dolphins. mind some of the para boys do you know what if I own Scott Sorensen I reckon I'd have a sneaky little go on Scott Sorensen this week I think he's owned by under 5% he, yeah well and truly he, very he'd be potentially a real pod captain that could if you if you owned Reese Walsh, I think he's a captain this week against the Titans. I just worry about um, even captaining blokes that are definitely going to back up. I think we saw a lot of soft tissue injuries. I think we saw a bit of some players got a bit of a resting, like David Fafita only played thirty minutes. Like it's just a hard one to know what the coaches are going to do with these blokes. Like the Cowboys had five to back, like to back up. They're all named on an extended. It's pretty hard. Like. Because you don't necessarily want them in in your team for positions. You might want them just as a reserve, so that it's easy to take that reserve off and put it somewhere else. Or so we should know Thursday, uh, Friday at three o'clock whether Moses is going to back up for Parramatta, um, because they play the three o'clock game. Mm. Um, well, we know that if he's going to be still in the squad, in the I squad. guess. Yeah. Um, and he's a chance. So I think if Moses doesn't play, I'm I'm keen to go Gutho again. With the goal three, kicking? With the goal kicking. I like that. 
Um, but yeah, SJ at this point has got the VC on, and then we'll see how we go. Cody up Walker, that. Cody Walker, but yeah, it could be Gutho as well. Guardsy, what are your thoughts around captains and vice captains? Yeah, I'm probably looking at VCing someone like Dylan Edwards and <coughs> Captain and was, Richie Kenner. I was oh mate, he's a he's a fair option. He'll score a hat trick this week, so. I can I can confirm. Do not do that for uh, like I did it with Jared Croker a few weeks ago, just for shits and giggles. Mate, I am and not I captaining annoyed. Richie Kenner. I am captaining Cody Walker. <laughs> okay. All right, just just want to help you out sh- here. You fucking Queensland dog, Mark. What, 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 <laughs> I thought we'd turned a corner, but you're still in camp. What are you thinking, mate? I've got the C on Cody Walker, and the vice captain will be either. Uh, SJ against the Steelers or um, minus Ben Hunt, Gutho, the minus King. Ben Hunt. All right, so we'll last week I put up a post with um, some handwritten scribble on it that I put pieced together. Um, I'll do a similar thing this Friday before getting very off. creative, yeah, getting creative. Um, so we'll put that up. Mark, how did the multi go last week? How do you think it went? I think you got two out of three. <laughs> that means you won- didn't win anything. <laughs> No, I don't think I did. I think only Kyle Felt scored. Sebo got across the scored. line twice, but they were both who was the other one. <laughs> and Will Kennedy, you'd no, think, no, you'd think if the Sharks put up forty-eight, that Will Kennedy. But no, apparently, As if you yeah, pick Will you Kennedy over better Hazel, you would have been better <laughs> yeah. off with Reese Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, being a middle forward the other day, but don't let a bit of bad luck dent your confidence on the punt. <laughs> <laughs> what are you really gambling with? Five dollars. That's it. So yeah. you know, what have I got to lose? Think about what I could buy. Five bucks. Half a schooner. Yeah, you half know. a schooner. That's um, it. So this week, not even a midi. Yeah, not even. This week, the uh, succulent Chinese meal multi will be uh, AJ back, Cody Walker back. Very short, but I think he's... Are you going AJ and Cody Walker, or just no, AJ? just AJ with okay. Cody Walker back. I think okay, that right. left hand side. What about Richie Kenner? <laughs> we don't want two people to be disappointed this week with Richie Kenner. That's true. Uh, I like Katoni Staggs up against the Titans. They're very leaky defensively, the Titans. I think Katoni Staggs can get over for a try. And Guardsy's favourite Melbourne fullback, Nick Meaney, to get a try. <laughs> He's shaking his I'm head. I'm struggling to get around this. I just don't know where you get... How did you get to Katoni Staggs? Because like, the Titans are rubbish. Oh, zones him. I know, but he hasn't scored that many tries, and it's not. It's all right. It's... You didn't like Cole Feld either, and he was the only one who bought me some joy last week. <laughs> so, you know. Anyway, I think we're going to have to take this off, Mark. Soon. Oh well, that's fine. A bit like Loz's lock. Take it off me. We're I'll gonna... just. Well, if you take it off me, I'll just start putting my own bets on, and I'll probably start winning just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so. <laughs> For those three, anytime try scorers, seven dollars. I'm not even going to give Dan a chance. Seven dollars thirty-seven, eight dollars. It's the one. <laughs> eight dollars twenty-five with a boost. You don't deserve it this week, you Queensland dog. That is the multi this week. Responsibly, five dollars, five bucks. Don't have any more because. We can't afford save, it. So. Save the rest of your money for tomorrow night and put it all on Origin. Well, Origin, New South Wales playing th- paying $3, highest price they've paid since the uh, great run of that amazing team from Queensland during the 
uh, Greg Inglis era. It's all right. Um, Queensland are paying three fifty. Queensland are paying through. No way. Queensland <laughs> are starting the shortest favourites they've started even during that time. Apparently, so no, we're, we're you not. Say um, look, win I do hope. I do hope for a bounce back so that we've got a live series decider. Uh, it's in Sydney, Gardsy. We might all stay at your place uh, and go to the game. No, if you're not, not if, oh, I'll just work instead. I was going to say, yeah, you'll just work instead and take some poor fella <laughs> to it. Um, and if you're not there, that'd probably be even better. So um, just leave the keys under the doormat. So let's hope for a live series decider and we can go down to Sydney and uh, absolutely cheer the, the Blues. Take the show on the road. Take the show on the road, as they say. So uh, enjoy enjoy the footy tomorrow. Yeah, not uh, here next week, guys. So uh, it'll just be the oh, three wise men next week. Yeah, three the three of us next week. Yeah, that's a shame. No Queensland dogs. No Queensland dogs at all. They haven't got the stamina to go all season, see? Not like us New South Welshmen. Take a break here. They just don't understand podcasting. They just don't understand podcasting. They'll never get it. They'll never get it. Um, <laughs> here we go. So, oh, just imagine how good it's going to be next. Trainer would, would have hung up by now. Yeah. Up the blues. Hopefully we get oh. hopefully we get a series win or a series decider, as I said. Good luck this week. Uh, if you can field 17, that'd be awesome. Save those trades. Ta-ta and farewell.